This is a podcast from WSUM. The opinions expressed in this podcast do not reflect the views of WSUM, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. Welcome back to Pop Culture Coffee Break. I'm your host, Sarah Kirsch, talk director of WSUM and one of the two hosts of this podcast. Camilla's not here today because I am actually back in my hometown right now and Camilla's still at our college town. Um, but today I'm here with a very special guest, John Michaels. Yay! Hi. So John went to my high school and John and I are besties. You're like one of the few limited people I feel like I still talk to from high school. I am honored by that fact. So today we have such interesting topics to talk about. We're going to kind of recap some of the recent pop culture news that have been going on because I personally feel like there's been a lot. So we're going to recap Lizzo, Doja Cat, Lil Tay, and (laughs) Olivia Rodrigo's new song. And I say Lil Tay because I'm like, what really is going on, to be honest? Um, Yeah. So I think we're going to go in reverse order, actually, because... We were just listening to Olivia Rodrigo's new song, which is called Bad Idea Right. Um, so John had some thoughts and Absolute I literally, opinions. and I said, ah, hush, wait for the podcast. Um, so this is your time to shine. Um, I, I think my, my, I think it's a very fun song. Yeah. I think the instrumental is fun. It's groovy. It's catchy. Um, but I think it, it exemplifies a lot of the problems that, I have with her first album, which mm. I really liked when it came out. Yeah. I was a huge fan, but I haven't listened to it since probably two months after it came out. And I think it's because it's not very memorable. That's um, valid. It, it, when, you know, people like to talk about it, like it was something revolutionary in the pop scene when it really wasn't. Yeah. Um, and I think it really shows just how much of a Disney star Olivia Rodrigo is because it feels like if a Disney star made an alt-rock album yeah, and was pretending to be Paramore yeah. instead of making something new and interesting. Yeah, I, though, I liked Sour, but only because I was like just graduating high school and it was like really time like it hit me at the time like I was a high school girl like I was just a little girl like I needed that but now I feel like I'm like in college now and I'm like do I really need this song like yeah especially the bad idea right where like I don't know it just doesn't like apply to me I feel yeah and I feel like enough time has moved on where it feels like she should have moved on yeah but it it feels almost like a b-side and I think part of the reason, again, that I was I really liked it is because I've been an alt-rock fan for a long time, and this was, like, kind of bringing that more to the pop mainstream, mm. which I'm a fan of, and I think she did it in a tasteful manner. Um, but now having done that, you know, she's brought it to the mainstream. You know, she was kind of the first follow-up after... Um, I guess Phoebe Bridgers, who is already yeah. kind of doing that. Yeah. And she's not... Olivia Rodrigo isn't doing much new. Yeah, it's very... So Bad Idea, right, I feel like, is the same vibes as Brutal off of her first album. Um, because Brutal is kind of like the track no one expected. Like, it was the very... It was the only one that was, like, not, like, sad girl indie music, I feel, is yeah. a nice way of saying that. Um 
I don't know. I think it's the lyrics that I don't like a bad idea, right? Like, I get why people like it. I really do. Like, I get why it's trending on TikTok, and I get why people like it. Oh, the other song that's out is Vampire. <gasps> I haven't listened to that Oh, my yet, gosh. Either. Okay. So, Vampire was also not my vibe. Honestly, it was the same kind of... Same vibe. I think... Yeah. It's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, looking at the, I have like the set list of like the rest of her songs that are going to be on the new album Guts. And I feel like she's stepping away from the like ballady type of music and doing like all, all songs that are like Vampire and Bad Idea Right and um, Me Blinking on Words and Brutal. Brutal, yeah. Yeah. Because the titles are very like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, they seem very, like, sad, angry. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I feel like just she hasn't found her sound yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and her sound is still just, again, an amalgamation of other sounds. Yeah. Um, but I'm... she's obviously very talented. And yeah. I, she can obviously do much better, I feel like. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what direction she goes with her future music because I ate up Favorite Crime. Easily yeah. the best song on that album. Like, I that's the only song off of Sour that I still listen to is Favorite Crime. I, I'm still kind of a sucker for driver's license. Okay, you're real for that, though. I, I know that's like... No, you're real for that. <laughs> Anyone that thinks Timbrin can fight me. <laughs> yeah, I literally... Favorite crime did things to me. Um, I don't know. I feel like her audience is very like angry teen girls, you know? Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not an angry teen girl anymore. There's not enough angry teen girls on this planet for that to be sustainable. (laughs) Unless we need to create more. Do we create more? Do we need a whole generation of angry teen girls? That would be, that would be something. Yeah. I think with TikTok, you could get there. Um, but yeah, I, I will still stream Favorite Crime, but we'll see about any of her new songs on the new album. So the new album drops September 8th, which is like two days after my school starts. Oh, the lead single of the album is Vampire. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'll see. We'll see how it goes. I just, I hated the lyrics of Bad Idea, right? I can't keep talking about that, but like, I don't know. They were very just like angry teen girl yeah they i don't know Love there's you, so, there's something about the like the self-aware like oh i'm going i'm making a bad decision um i know it's bad but i'm gonna do it anyway because yeah. like oh look at me like doing this thing i shouldn't do yeah it's very like just be healthy know. yeah be who you are um should we move on to lil tay <laughs> yeah Okay, we're moving on to Lil Tay. So Lil Tay, I personally haven't seen Surface the Media in a few years, right? No, I haven't haven't heard a single thing. She hasn't surfaced my media, at least. So she surfaced my media back in the day in Musical.ly. I came across her on um, uh, TikTok. You came across her on TikTok? I don't think... I I didn't come across uh, her videos... Like, her specific videos, but I came across oh, videos talking about her. Okay, so Lil Tay got famous when she was... Way too young. Accordingly nine years old, but that's also a claim. 
Um, <laughs> like it's it's not confirmed. I, it sounds like there's a lot of claims there's going a lot around of about Lil Tay lately. So she's claimed. Well, I don't know if this is a claim. It's her birth date. Um, she was born in 2007, apparently. Oh, that's so late. Oh, I don't think she ever was on Musically because she rose to fame when in 2018, and that okay. was TikTok. I feel, right? I don't remember the timeline of that. Um, so Lil Tay, who whose name apparently is Claire. Oh. Who who knew that? Um, she. She just had. This past month, was it this past month? It had to be. I think it was in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so in the last couple of weeks, her Instagram got posted to saying that she died. Um, And then just like radio silence. But I'm seeing that Lil Tay went quiet in 2018. She apparently was like, has disappeared from social media since she like got really big into social media that that kind of makes sense i mean um i i don't know you know the reasoning for that but i wouldn't be surprised if it would it was probably just too much yeah there's a lot of reports as well about like just weird vibes with like her brother and her father i think oh geez allegedly i don't actually know but um Oh, 2020, there was apparently a custody battle between her mom and her father because her dad wanted her to pursue a career in entertainment and her mom wanted her to not. I I think um, just as a general statement, parents trying to push um, yeah. like child entertainment. It's giving like the parents of Maddie B. Raps making him make little rap videos um have you been seeing maddie b resurface speaking of like yeah, he's old like, personalities he's like a like a jockey footballer now yeah he like posts i had such he, a crush he, on him in my childhood you did yeah i know i was oh, like i was like wow. i'm gonna learn everything about atlanta georgia so i can go down there and like accidentally run into maddie b raps i yeah. feel like i just learned a lot about him you. and carson looters I don't know Carson Luters. Carson Luters is like Maddie B raps but sings. Okay. <laughs> I knew way too much about internet personalities from that time. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, Maddie B raps now. I, I have come across him on Instagram, and he like posts Bible verses and like inspirational. Oh, things. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Back to Little Tay. Um, basically, it was posted to her account that she was dead, and then, like twenty four hours later. Um, they claimed that she was alive and Lil Tay apparently told TMZ that, that, that she was hacked and (laughs) alive. Um, and it says that she was hacked by third party. Oh, and apparently her legal name is not Claire, like the post said on her instagram death statement really? i say in quotes um yeah <laughs> so they just made up a bunch of information so about someone her. just like even said their wrong name for lil tay <laughs> i mean i feel like with a name like lil tay when so little is known yeah about her, like you can just you really can do whatever yeah so that's really interesting um it was yeah. so bizarre seeing that because it was just like it was someone it was literally like 
she rose back from the dead, so to say, just to find out she is allegedly dead. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, complete silence, like not even thinking about her for years. Literally, have not thought about her for years. And then suddenly, anyways, I hope Lil Tay is doing well. Yeah. I truly do. Yeah, I, that's that's a horrible thing to go through. I, yeah, I really do hope she's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Should we move on to Doja Cat? So, John yeah. is not fully up to date with the Doja Cat controversy. Um, I I've heard bits and pieces. I'm on Twitter, though. So <laughs> For better or for worse. For better or for worse. Um, yeah. So, basically, Doja Cat was on Threads, which is like the backup Twitter. Oh, sorry, X. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can call it X. It's not going to be face. called by X. It's not going to be called X by me. Um she she posted on threads stuff about how she didn't like the fan so some fans of doja cat made a nickname like a fan name for themselves called kittens with a z at the end um which you know doja cat has a large array of fans i would say and so who knows if this was like like high schoolers you know i think it could have been like younger fans you know because I personally wouldn't cut, you know, anyways, she told them, quote, get off the phone and get a job and help your parents with the house, end quote. And then she, she also said that her fans shouldn't be naming themselves. Um, She had a post about how she doesn't love her fans. Like she was like, I don't even know you. How would I love you? That kind of stuff. Um, Which like. (laughs) like i don't know i don't know she lost half a million followers yeah and she apparently feels free but also keep in mind doja cat just released a new song yeah right or was it a new album or was it a song um she released a new song i believe it's it's one of the singles for an album that's coming out okay so her song literally just came out two weeks ago okay and so i'm asking for john's advice on this because John or John's view on this because John is in fact a a singer himself and he makes music he he goes by overs on all platforms all platforms all platforms it's honestly I just got you got a sneak peek I got a sneak peek of one of his songs and it's so good it's so good I'm so excited um but that's interesting because like I kind of want to be like John would you ever name your fan base (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't, I don't think that's something that, like, artists tend to have control over. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I have kind of two different perspectives on this. So first off, I think with the rollout of Doja Cat's upcoming album, it's pretty obvious she's playing a character. Mm. I mean, she, she vocally, like, dissed her past albums, saying that they were just cash grabs. Yeah. Um... Which, to, like, try to hype up the new album. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know. She's been very angry and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just kind of building this persona. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense. I mean, the artists do that all the time. Yeah. Um, so I think that probably explains at least some of her behavior. But also, on another hand, like, I don't think she's in the wrong to like um 
kind of call out her fans for being obsessive. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, fan bases are notorious for being obsessive and putting too much time into, you know, this person that you don't know. Yeah, I think... I think a lot of people would find that take to be controversial, but it's really not. Like, when you think I, about I th- it logically, it's really not yeah, controversial. I mean, I, I think, you know, they're, they're putting this this pressure on essentially a stranger. You know, even, yeah. they're, even though they're an artist, even though, yes, they do rely on, you know, supportive fans and mm-hmm. listens. Um, I think it's kind of giving that artist, like, too much power over your lives. Um and like putting them on a on a putting them on a higher standard mm. than you would a normal like person. Like a pedestal, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's perfectly reasonable for Doja Cat to like not feel personally responsible for uh, you know, the actions of her fans. Yeah. Um, and not want to be. Because I think when you have a name like that, you kind of take on that responsibility and you know you you can you know you can mark it off of that i mean we were talking about taylor swift earlier for example yeah who's taken full advantage of her obsessive fans mm-hmm. um you know whether 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 you are a fan or not mm-hmm. you know she has made a bunch of money yeah off of this heiress tour yep and the only reason this eras tour exists is because Taylor Swift fans care so much about the different eras in this complete stranger's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. I honestly would have to agree. I feel like the only thing I would like criticize Doja Cat for is like just being so mean. Like, I don't know. I think there's like nicer ways to say what she's trying to say. Um, I would agree. I don't really think there's any need to like call your fans swear words. Um, Especially because if you don't know their age, like, I don't know. I feel like that's... Yeah. That's drawing a narrow line. Um, Yeah, I think that's something that she definitely could be more careful about. Yeah, but I mean, she's speaking her truth, I guess. Um, And And I feel like Doja Cat has always been a little bit erratic. Yeah, she's always been very flavorful and herself. Um, I I mean, that's one of the things that kind of drew me into her music, to be honest. Because, like, I feel like everything she does is different. And... She brings a distinct personality to it. Yeah. Whether and whether that personality is uh, fun and weird or angry and violent. Yeah. And her whole her whole plot that like she was doing this with literally proved to be right because now her song is being streamed on TikTok and there's like a trend going along with it. And so it literally worked. Like Really? Do you know what the trend is? It's some dance trend. Okay. Yeah, it's just like a dance trend, but like it's it seemingly worked. Um, yeah. Her whole ploy because now everyone's like forgetting that like everyone was mad at Doja Cat like three weeks ago. Um, yeah, I feel like she's almost just working the system. Yeah. You know, she's getting notoriety for, through controversy and then using that controversy to get more streams. And that's pop culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of fan arguments and opinions, Lizzo. Oh we're going to recap Lizzo a little bit. Um, I feel like I see. I don't know a lot about legal stuff, to be honest. And I know that there's a lawsuit going on. Um, but I like I don't know how to read the lawsuit. Like, I don't know how the details of that stuff. I just know what I've been told, you know. So take everything I say with a grain of salt, because I also get all my media like 
I'm just dr- drowned in Twitter, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so her previous dancers um, made a lawsuit. Three of her former dancers made a lawsuit saying that her and her production company created a, quote, overly sexualized workplace culture and hostile work environment, unquote. Um, it has a lot of vulgar details from what I've seen that are like, oh, she made us do this, she made us do that. There's that some I probably, pretty horrific stuff in Yeah, there. that I won't repeat here so that I, I don't get in trouble with my boss. But, like, a lot of controversial, I would say. Very yeah. controversial, like... Like, made me feel sick to my stomach when I first read it. Um, And I don't, like, listen to Lizzo, like, only in, like, big group settings, like, with a whole bunch of people if they're playing it. Um, But, yeah. So, basically, they, see, my thing is, they, like, filed for the lawsuit, and then Lizzo put out a statement on Notes app, Screenshots Apology, um, basically claiming that she hadn't done any of that. Um, and then I think the kicker is that one of the dancers, I believe, went on a talk, what show was it? It was like, I don't want to say it was TMZ, but like she went on like a a television show, a television program to talk about it. Okay. I didn't see that. I, I saw someone talk about how it gets a lot more messy when you bring it to social media as well as just legal matters um and like you know you're thinking about credibility you're thinking about like making sure that you're saying like what you're allowed to say especially when you're dealing with the law um so i know a lot of people are like not liking lizzo anymore um a lot of people thought beyonce was also not liking lizzo anymore but beyonce actually in Atlanta on like August 13th like was all like I love you Lizzo apparently um during her concert so I don't know it's an interesting do you have any takes on this I I mean my biggest take is just like disappointment yeah Um, I I think I don't know how the legal battle is going to turn out I don't know if it's going to turn out against Lizzo because looking into a lot of the details, it does get pretty messy. Mm -hmm. But the one major takeaway that I had was that, you know, a lot of these, um, you know, uh, body positivity um, and, like, uh, pro, you know, sex positive type Mm -hmm. ideals that... Lizzo has been promoting for years through, you know, both her public personality and her music seem to be very hypocritical. Yeah. Because, um, you know, one of the major themes of this lawsuit was that her dancers were continually being body shamed by Lizzo. Yeah. And for like their weight and yeah, their size. Yeah. For their weight and their size. And um, a lot of a lot of the there's a lot of workplace pressure mm-hmm. um to do certain things be a certain way um and a lot of these dancers felt like if they didn't you know uh do certain things that Lizzo was asking them to do that were um they weren't necessarily comfortable with 
they felt like their job security um, was lessened. Yeah. Um, you know, and there were people that felt like they might get fired for, you know, not doing this crazy thing that Lizzo wants them to do. Yeah. And, I mean, that basically means that a lot of the body positivity that Lizzo has been promoting is hypocritical. And also, you know, if she's not respecting the, you know, the the consent mm-hmm. and, like, the, the comfort, you know, what what her dancers are comfortable with and what they might not be, um, that's just, I don't know, it's just disappointing. Yeah. I, I, I feel, um, you know, I, I haven't necessarily been a, a hugely active fan, yeah. but I have very much appreciated and respected Lizzo over the years, and I've really loved a lot of her music. Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like a little bit robbed of some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it... I think it also sheds to light a lot of the working conditions in the music industry because, you know, we hear about, like, the film industry with, like, the current writer strike that's going on. That's getting light shed on it. But I feel like the music industry's working conditions don't really get talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, because there's been cases in the history of, like, Cher, Britney Spears, you know, like, a lot of celebrity figures where people working under them, like, try to speak up and then, like, get shut down right away. Um so that's always food for thought (laughs) is it's like not the first case of like harassment exploitation like hostile work environment yeah 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 it's just one of those things where i don't know i I feel like for the longest time uh lizzo felt like she was one of the few people that was better than that yeah and to find out that she's not is i don't know it's sad Yeah, I think it's really interesting that, like, Beyonce is so publicly taking Lizzo's side. Yeah. Um, I don't know too much about that, but... I don't know a lot about, like, their, like, relationship or anything, but Beyonce is, like, she's on tour right now. She's, like, a very big persona in the music industry. She has a lot of power. Yeah, so her taking Lizzo's side is definitely gonna make an impact, I feel. Yeah, and I feel like that might have some sway mm-hmm. um, in, you know, determining the credibility of some of the dancers that have come out. Yeah. Which I'm a bit concerned about um, because, you know, having, you know, coming out in such a way against, uh, you know, such a powerful public figure is, you know, hard enough already. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't want it to be harder for them. Yeah, no, that's so true. I I'm interesting to s- interested to see how this will play out, um, not only for Lizzo's past dancers especially, but like also I feel just for the general music industry. Um, I think depending on how this lawsuit goes, it could set some tones, in either a very good way or a bad way. Yeah. Um, um. So you just heard John and my opinions on a couple pop culture recent news regarding some female musicians slash celebrity figures in the media Mm -hmm. um john it was so great to have you it was so great to be here yeah literally it was so it was so fun talking to you um john and i just got egg rolls and spring rolls before this and they were amazing they were so good um yeah i 
I'm really excited to hear your new music, which is not, I did not bring John on the podcast just to talk about his music, but like, I feel like every time I talk to John, I end up talking about his music because I just, I do appreciate it. I Um, appreciate that you appreciate it. It's so fun. It's so, I have been following his overs.band Instagram account to like listen to it and it's been so cool. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so, like, I, I don't know if, like, Lizzo and Doja Cat keep getting canceled. I'm just saying. Like, John exists. I do exist. <laughs> I bring nothing but positivity. <laughs> John brings nothing but house vibes. Yeah. Um, so, if everyone in the world gets canceled, John's still here. Um, but, yeah, thank you for listening to Pop Culture Coffee Break. We'll be back with you soon. Looking for more from WSUM? If you're craving some cutting-edge music, our online stream, WSUM Free Flow, is the place to go. This internet-based platform delivers the best in hyperpop, rap, punk, hip-hop, and metal 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and is home to some of our most spontaneous programming. That's WSUM Free Flow, available via WSUM.org.